Tell me, though, what's his technique? That last strike, it seems invincible. Hello and welcome to Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Hunters podcast. My name is Connor McKenna. And I'm Carl Stout. Today we're covering the 2016 Power Man and Iron Fist run, issue 7, which just came out, which is also a Civil War 2 tie-in. Yes, or no, depending on what you think. <laughs> yeah, not really, but it's on like the front page, the front cover of Civil War 2 there, so yeah. As we shared on our Facebook page, the cover is Iron Fist in costume behind bars, apparently using his Iron Fist chi power to melt his the bars in front of him. There's also a, yes, there's also done by Sanford, and there's also a variant oddball cover, which has Power Man and Iron Fist in the middle of a cluster of AIM agents, which has no tie-in yeah. with the issue whatsoever, but that seems to also be a common theme for the variants. Yeah. Now we do have a full front page of text. Connor, if you do the honors with your Aussie accent. Oh, Aussie. Okay, I've never heard of that country, but I'll try. So, <laughs> Daniel Rand is Iron Fist, Kung Fu Defender of the Innocent. Luke Cage, sometimes called Power Man, has superhuman strength and durability. He's been an Avenger and is now a husband and father. They are the heroes for hire. Earth Heroes presented a cataclysmic event, thanks to an inhuman who seems to be able to predict the future. Acting on his visions, Captain Marvel has saved lives. Not Shazam. He's Shazam now, but the, the other Captain Marvel. But not without Captain Marvel. Yeah, not without terrible costs. As tensions rise, Earth's greatest champions must take it must make a choice, protect the future or change it. Oh, I'm so excited. Luke and Danny chose not to fight their friends. Smart choice. But the battle over predictive justice came to them in the form of a preemptive strike. A group of vigilantes hunting down anyone with a criminal record. Some of their targets and their targets' families were looking for help at Heroes for higher headquarters when preemptive strike. Then the police busted in. Luke was pulled away and escaped, but Danny kicked a client free from an officer's hold and was taken in. The writer is David Walker. Artists are Sanford Green and Flaviano. Hopefully I pronounced that right. Color artist John Rush. Hopefully I pronounced that right. <laughs> uh, letters... I, think you're, I think you're 100% here. Okay. Letters in production. Uh, VCs Clayton Cowles. Cover artist Sanford Green, variant cover artist Ming Doyle, title page design Nicholas Russell, assistant editor Kathleen Wisniewski, mm-hmm. uh, editor Jake Thomas, editor-in-chief Axel Alonso, uh, chief creative officer Joe Casada, publisher Dan Buckley, executive producer, wow, uh, Alan Fine. It's a lot of names. <laughs> yes. And i got to say the background, little background picture they have for the uh, text is awesome. Yes, the raised fist with uh, the dragon logo. I also think it's yeah. inter- I also think it's interesting that they have not shown still in seven issues Danny's tattoo. Yet we're seeing it here again, and it's the uh, Car Andrews version of the logo. Correct? It's his little spin on it. He did a spin on it. I'd have to check again. But they are using 
pretty much. Oh, no, 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 sorry. It's not, uh... Oh, who did the run before Connor? <laughs> the run before him? The, the Immortal. Oh, Immortal. Uh, yeah. Wasn't the artist, was it... How do I remember his name? Because Brubaker and Fraction wrote it. Right. Then yeah. it's oh, the artist on. was David Archer. Archer. Yeah. yeah. It's it's his logo, rather, for the actual dragon tattoo. Okay, I didn't even know it was a difference. I'll have to look at it. Yeah, every uh, it gets tweaked a lot. Yeah. So, page number one, we get Danny speaking with uh, Connor's favorite character in the world. Uh, Superman. <laughs> no, it's not. It's Misty. That would be an interesting comic, but... Uh, Danny, Iron Fist Rand, superhero currently in jail and are awaiting trial date. And uh, uh, Danny appears to have called, uh, reached out to Misty. And Misty's pretty much saying, like, why did you reach out to me? You should call Luke. And I actually yeah. don't understand Luke, uh, Danny's comment here. I can't call Luke. He wouldn't understand. I really don't understand that either. In fact, I'm a bit confused as to Danny's character in this whole issue. I'm not complaining. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing it's going to be explained, but it is a bit confusing. And, uh, and Misty goes, I don't understand. You're facing charges for assaulting a police officer with your powers. That's going to be bumped up to attempted murder. Now's not the time for you to stand by some honourable convictions of atonement that got beaten into you back in Kunlun. Danny looks cranky. He's like, that's not what I'm doing. Danny looks cranky and Misty looks like she's 12. <laughs> with, yeah. with a Mr. with a Mr. Roboto robot hand for some reason in this artwork. Yeah, and Misty's confused. She asks him what kind of moral stand he's taking this time. What point is he trying to prove to himself, to Luke or her? And yes, yeah, she's pretty much like you're going to prison. You're not making any statement. And with the past enemies you've made, you'll be a walking target. If you're lucky, you'll be held in solitary confinement. And to be clear, that's not a good thing either. And you know what? I hope he goes to prison. Because let's, let's be honest, twelve issues of Iron Fist in jail would be awesome. Yeah, like <laughs> the issues where Daredevil goes to jail, awesome. Issues where Punisher goes to Daredevil, Daredevil, no, to jail. Oh. <laughs> also awesome. When and yes, like they were. now, I want to see Iron Fist in jail. Hmm. You know, Taking just, out the trash in prison. Yeah, exactly. It'd be great. It's like, you're not in danger. They're in danger. <laughs> oh. uh, de decommissioned shield safe house. We see yep. uh, Luke looking through what appears to be almost closed shutters. It's an interesting Mist panel. Misty standing behind him. This is where the artwork starts to really get weird because now this artwork looks like a third artist. It's not the first artist. It's also not green, but it's got an odd look to it. I like this panel, though. Like, why'd he call you and not me? If you were him, would you call you? Yes. No. I don't know. And then we have a wider panel of Misty wearing a very odd outfit with the center cut out. There's, there's uh, Otto. To be fair, in Power Man and Iron Fist. Uh, now having a completely different robot hand, another reason why I say there's definitely an artist flip here. And this is without a doubt Flavio. And 
because this is the artwork that looked like it was in the the reboot of Ghost Rider, where it was the kid with the hot rod car, who apparently is now going to be an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show. This looks like a panel straight out of that book. Okay. And we have two of the people that came, I can't remember who's, they're relatives of criminals. They're sitting on the couch in the background. Uh, yeah, the, the girl's the daughter of Gamecock. Uh, uh, Aimcock. I was going to say Petcock, but that's part of a radiator. <laughs> wow. I, I don't and know who his... the guy is. I don't know who the guy is. Um, oh, they explain it later. Yeah. At, at his best, no one can compare it to Danny, but at his most challenging, well, you know him as well as I do. This isn't the Danny that I love. This is the Danny I broke up with, the silent one. All right, listen, lady. Closed off. You've got to take people at their best and their worst. All right. Apparently not, because now apparently she's dating Falcon. Well, she's just she's so high and mighty. She's like, oh, you know, Danny at his worst. I just break up with him. It's like, well, yeah, well, stupid. Well, still, this last sentence: the silent one who becomes emotionally closed off and turns into a ticking time bomb. Ticking she's, time bomb of awesome. He's in prison. Let's see that. Yes. <laughs> Bring it. And then Luke's like, I'm not letting him do this. Misty's just like, I don't want to hear whatever you're planning. Luke's like, hear me out. and No, she just leaves. She's like, I can't talk to you while you're wearing those shorts. No. <laughs> she doesn't actually say that. But, yeah. She goes, I don't, know, I don't want to know what you've got cooking with these folks. And I don't want to know there's some heavy... And I don't want to know there's some heavy things going down right now, Luke. People are taking sides, just like last time, and you and I, we don't see eye to eye. We didn't see eye to eye then. This isn't about us agreeing or disagreeing over what it is Carol and Tony are fighting over. Until it is about that. And the Good room? luck with whatever crazy things you decide. I love you both. Misty, hold up a second. Now, the room here, the room that's coming is super dark, by the way. I just yes. want to point that out. Like, the, the shadow, the... Shadow from the blinds is just going across the whole room uh, because I think they go into they think they're being watched, which is why the lights are all off. Well, the lights are all off, shades are drawn, they're in a safe house, so yes, without then, a doubt, they're on the run. Then uh, Misty says, But I can't help you. <laughs> and Luke Cage goes, Just wait one knick knack patty whack in a minute. And then on the phone, he goes, What did you just say to me? Because it's Jessica Jones. Yeah. Luke's wife slash private investigator. And, yeah, Here's, so... Here, come, here comes my favorite two pages. <laughs> that okay. silenced you, really? Well, I'm just trying to think of why. With who they introduce, hello? That's cool, but that, that that's not until the next page. I said, here comes... Oh, right. <laughs> so we got Luke on the phone saying, sorry about that, Jess. I was talking to Misty. Sounds like it's going well. Oh, just dandy. So we have and Jessica a... Jones is actually using a payphone. Yep, and she's standing in with the Colleen world. Wing. Colleen Wing, professional badass Misty Knight's former partner. Don't know what happened there. I cut it loose. 
And Daniela is also in there somewhere in that first picture. Yeah, oh, yeah Colleen's holding, holding her. And Jessica even comments, I'm calling you from what might be the last working payphone in all of New York, which is conveniently located within view of our apartment. And you're right. Someone is stalking us. And we have the old big panel van parked out in front of the apartment. Just directly shop. in front of the apartment. <laughs> not even not across, across the street, the road. not around yeah. the corner, right in front. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Luke Cage says he has Cockroach Hamilton out gathering information. And uh, we all remember Cockroach Hamilton as the uh, very short in stature pimp from last issue, who is an active bad guy, shockingly. Yes. So it's I find it odd that he's getting him like. Uh, last time I saw Cockroach Hamilton, he booked it. So, but well. I also like how he is. Uh, how Cockroach later in the issue explains his angle. I'd like a Sinister Six sort of spin-off book, but with, like, all these old Power Man and Iron Fist villains. Just trying <laughs> to make it in the new world. So Jessica is like, first off, Cockroach Hamilton's got nothing on me. Second, Cockroach is not your better half and doesn't have the best interest at heart. <laughs> I've got this covered. Colleen is helping me with Dan- Daniela. She's, Colleen's playing with Daniela in the background. So now we have a shot of the front stoop of their apartment. Lynn and Lotus are helping with recon and surveillance. We see the panel van in the background. We see, oh, I'm going to butcher this last name, Lotus Shinchuko, former token female member of Sons of the Tiger. Also caused many issues in Sons of the Tiger. (laughs) And uh, then we have Lynn's son holding up his iPhone, snapping pictures as Lotus poses on the front steps. Isn't she the reason they broke up? Shh, I wasn't going to bring that up. Oh. For, former like Beatles. Sons of Tiger, okay. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going, yeah, more. Give me the real uptown flavor. And she's making several poses as he's snapping pictures, but he's really zoomed in on the driver of the panel truck. In about 15 seconds, they'll have photos of whoever's in the van, and then I'll get to work. Figure out who these... F's are. Apparently she doesn't have to swear using uh, snack food names. Yeah. This is all part of why I love you, Jessica Joan. But please, because you know you got to use her last name when you're talking to your wife. <laughs> yeah. But please, and why, why isn't she Jessica Cage now? Or actually Jessica Lucas. Her name's Carl Lucas. There's a lot of questions. Most of them, the answer is probably Bendis, so. I need to know that you and Daniela are safe. I can't be worrying about the two of you and Danny at the same time. Not to be rude. So we got um, a shot where uh, Lin Sun is, like, it's looking at what he's aiming at through the camera, and he only gets a fraction of Lotus in there. He's actually aiming it at the van, and he can make oh. out a very shady van guy just sitting in the van, so he didn't, there's not even tinted window, he's just sitting there. Santa Claus's angry brother. Santa Claus's angry brother who got locked up for doing nasty things to, well, I won't finish that. He's an ex-cop, <laughs> so he's bad lieutenant. <laughs> mm. And Alright, and now, these next pages are 100%, or this next page, rather, 
is 100% Sanford Green. Yeah. Art style we've grown accustomed to is back for a mere one page. So they're at the uh, food hall in the prison. Uh, Mess hall. Mess hall. Yeah, I knew I got that wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, Danny's sitting at a table with a few other guys. One of them is little Ben Donovan, who was uh, the son of a reformed criminal, big Ben Donovan. Um, and he's like, you know, he's straight. He's not crooked. Right. Um, and uh, just he's just asking Iron can't you just bust out of the place and Iron Fist just says that'll make it worse and he needs to find the other people who have been locked up there for no reason, like Gamecock and stuff like that. And so Jasper Spear, active criminal, spoken like a true bleeding heart liberal with a silver spoon in his mouth. It's a fork, actually. Jasper. <laughs> idiot. That would have been <laughs> funny if he said that. Let me tell you something. You made at least half a dozen cats. You, you've been made by at least a half a dozen cats. Word on my tears, there's already a price on your head. And now Danny's response is something's going on. There's at least two people at this at this table that don't belong here right now, and I'm not one of them. Someone's out there hunting reformed criminals like Ben's father and your brother and making sure they end up in prison. Yeah, that's called the American justice system. People like you don't understand it because... You can buy your way out. Take it easy, little brother. And uh, that's uh, Shadrick Mangler Daniels, which is the reformed criminal wrongfully incarcerated brother of Jasper. I think it's odd that the... uh, the Well, not odd, really. The reformed criminal is more lenient than the active criminal. Yeah, that's not odd at all. (laughs) Buying my way out won't take care of this problem. The only thing that'll take care of it is confluing everyone to death. At least I hope that's what the solution is. Alright. And now on to the next panel. Uh, back in time because uh, Lotus is still in front of the van having pictures taken. And it, this artwork is definitely not Sanford Green. Yeah. We have Artie Sigmund, bounty hunter slash vigilante. And Santa's angry brother, Isidore Dudley. What a ex-cop. name. Yeah. Like. Ex-cop bounty hunter vigilante. Um, so the, uh, yeah, they're worried uh, that Luke Cage has figured out what they're doing. Um, and if he has figured it out, it would be Artie's fault because he dropped the Agnatus. Yes. During the assault, um, and he and he saw it break, so he's like, you know, it's fine. They can't track us because he saw it break, and it appears to be some kind of tablet-looking thing. And uh, as Dudley points out, it was he dropped a prototype worth millions of dollars, saw it break, and somehow, you think I should take any comfort in this? Even if it is broken, doesn't mean that we can't. It can't end up biting us in the ass. And then we have a scene of the daughter of Gamecock is actually grabbing it as yep. the fight's going on and running out the door with it. And then we have the best, like, picture ever of Dudley. <laughs> Dudley's Angry, my favorite now. Angry Santa with yeah. his hairy knuckles. He doesn't even have eyes in that panel. Looks very constipated. <laughs> 
for my sake, your sake, and the sake of all the people we work with, you better pray the Agnidus is really broken. And then we get a little box saying, hey, I fixed it. And we go to the next page. Um, Gadget, a.k.a. Gadget Net, all-around computer, electronics genius. I don't recognize Gadget. Do you recognize Gadget? No, and it even doesn't say he's a criminal or a reformed criminal or a relative of a criminal. Maybe he was from the old Power Man and Iron Fist run, because if anything that our Walker is doing, he's constantly showing us up. Yes. Stop it. <laughs> We're going to get to it, okay, man? Can you wait till we recover all these old issues until you introduce characters so we don't feel dumb and inadequate yes. in many ways? Yes, I read this stuff 20 plus years ago, and I'm an old man. My memory is going. Yeah, it's so not fair. It. It's not fair, Mr. David Walker. So Gadget basically says, my initial error was in the assumption that this was a tablet, when in fact it is something else entirely. And here we go. Marta Cardona, daughter of reform criminal Charles Cardona, a.k.a. Carlos Cabrera, a.k.a. Gamecock. Um, see that. I'm going to interlude just a second here. Gadget is from the old Pam Anaheim Fist. I think he was in like one issue. Or, um, first appearance, Hero for Hire 2. So, he appeared in the very second issue that Luke Cage, of Luke Cage's first series. Uh, Gadget was originally employed by Willis Stryker and created gimmick switchblades for Stryker to defeat Luke Cage. However, Stryker was defeated and Gadget was apparently incarcerated. Gadget Man, under duress, later produced and provided video evidence to Cage that Stryker had planted evidence that had led to Cage's arrest and conviction. He became a freelance bomb maker at a later date as well. Um, the notes are, Gadget has always been quite terrified of Luke Cage and usually cooperates with the crime fighter when he asks him for information. So he's probably not a kid, he's just short. <laughs> and it seems like he's had a pretty big role in, um, as short as it might have been in Luke Cage's backstory. So there we go. Alright, like all things, he goes from making switchblades to hacking laptops. Yep. So they're, pretty, they're turning them into a microchip. This, <laughs> yes, that's yeah. a Punisher reference. Which supposedly, supposedly, little Netflix blurb here, supposedly they have picked an actor for microchip and he will be in the solo series. I hope it's Newman again. <laughs> that was awesome. With his mother with her head hole blown through her head. Yeah, that was crazy. I enjoyed that movie. It was fun. It was like the goofier I, elements of the Punisher Max run in the movie. I did, I did not hate it. I still kind of enjoyed the whole Thomas Jane thing better, but I did not hate it. It was, it was a fun ride. Um, the guy was a uh, Jigsaw's brother. There was a little psycho. Yep. I, I liked uh, both Punishers, like Ray Donovan. Is it? And, um, I, th I think so, yeah. And Thomas Jaren. I think they're both good. Now, I gotta be honest, Ray looked more the part. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, if you imagine Frank Carlson in real life, I feel like Ray would definitely look a lot more like him. Thomas Jane's a very, like, I don't know, square jawed Frank, which isn't, you know, bad, but. Yeah. Yeah, but let's be honest, build wise, he's more iron fist than he is Frank Castle. Yeah. Still a good punisher, though. Yep. Anyway, 
Um, yep. Back so to... he's re rebooting the software, and we see Agnitus initializing with a uh, symbol in the center. Almost looks like the uh, the Mason symbol. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Marta makes the comment that she's learned a little in Latin class, and that means recognition or recognition. I don't know. How do you pronounce it? Recognition. And Luke's like, okay, but what is it? What does it do? And Gadget speaks up and says, right now it appears to be running some kind of facial recognition program. And they hold it up to Luke. And this thing identifies can identify me by my face. Sure, all social media sites have facial recognition. Gadget like is like, and of course, Luke is still wearing his uh, unicorn t-shirt. Yes. Which is hysterical. Indeed. It says tough and tender and tough. This is more sophisticated than anything I've seen before. It looks like it's, um, this thing is access, accessing your entire criminal record. And Luke grabs it, and he's like, not possible. I don't have a criminal record. It's been expunged. Not according to this software that thing is running. According to this, you're still an escaped felon. So I have to wonder if half of the issue with this certain piece of hardware is it's using data files that are over, like, 20 years old. And that's why all these criminals are being run down that are reformed, because 20 years ago they were still active, as was Luke Cage was still a criminal. Yeah. But they don't explain that. Maybe we'll get to it later. Maybe. And now we have another page done by another completely different artist. Go ahead and lie to me and tell me it's not. No, it is. It's a good page, though. <laughs> this one's you, mister. All right. So uh, we cut to Danny being escorted. Uh, to the warden's office, and the warden's saying that he's put in a request to have him moved to a different facility because we don't need the kind of trouble your presence brings, Rand. Your identity as Ironfist is known to enough inmates that I simply can't take any chances. Um, so yeah, he's <laughs> I'm running a correctional facility, and I don't want it turning into something from a Van Damme movie. That's exactly what we want, though. That's exactly what we want. And yes. Um, said, having you here is dangerous for you and for the staff, and even for the other inmates. And Danny's like, yeah, well, I'll be fine. I believe in the system. <laughs> and you'd be surprised at how good I am at avoiding trouble. I don't think he's good at that at all. Um, there's no need to transfer me. If that's your choice, Rand, that's my choice. Does would Danny actually have a say in that, though? Wouldn't they just move him anyway? <laughs> no, he has no say in that. Yeah, like, it's like, alright, well, that's your choice. It's like, well, just move him anyway. It's... Anyway, Kunlun, many years ago. We have a very scared... Looking... Doesn't Danny have blue eyes? Shh! Because these eyes are brown. <laughs> there you go. Pointing out all the continuity mistakes again. Um. <laughs> alright, well, Kunlun, many years ago. We have a young, brown-eyed Danny... And um, he's got a very worried, scared look on his face. And he says, my choice? Yes, Daniel, your choice. And we have Lake Hook, the Thunderer, rest in pepperoni, uh, talking to Danny. And he says, you are ready for the next level of training, but you must choose to go forward. We call this place 
Raxos Kojella, the prison of demons. This, what this is you? very this is very uh Star Wars to yeah. me right here. This part. Uh, that that hit me as well. Why do I need to go into a place full of demons? Good question. Uh, the warrior that cannot defeat his demons will never know victory. Defeat the demons that dwell within, and she will go free. But be warned, Daniel. If the demons defeat you, this is to be your new home. But I haven't trained for anything like this. I can't fight demons. This is true. I will tell you this now. You cannot train to fight your demons. And then Danny's like, see ya, I'll go get trained by someone else. No, he doesn't say that. <laughs> he says, what kind of demons must I face? Those that you know best. Mm, demons you must face. Um... And, uh, so, it has, uh... And he tells him to leave his lightsaber, he won't need it there. Yeah. As Lei Kung pushing Danny towards the cave, and Danny starts walking towards it, which, in the next panel, Danny is walking towards his prison cell, being led by a prison guard, or police officer. Um, and only those, and only those demons that only you can confront, and only you can defeat. And it has a kid Danny walking into the cave, and then the next panel... Is awesome. Is just this kid fighting this huge demon with like six eyes, um, and he's like, Wuta! and he's punching it and stuff, and he says he's not afraid. There's other demons, yep, smaller ones with pants, little imps, um, and then we have, well, he has a vision. I, I don't even know. Who knows? Um, his father's rotting corpse and three ravenous wolves um, staring at him. And Danny goes, No, you're not my father. <laughs> That's impossible. I uh, see Obi Wan lied to you. <laughs> no, son, I'm a giant robot now. No, that's not true. No. And <laughs> then uh, Danny is walking out of the cave with bloody and bruised, and he says, The demons, I have defeated them. And Danny, don't take no poo. Yeah, no, he. Yeah. He was, yeah. <laughs> he, and now it's pretty now impressive. Jessica Jones pep talk. Oh. I know it feels like your world is falling apart. I need you to listen to me. Are you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. I can hear it in your voice, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Luke is looking pretty bummed out in the pitch black dark apartment. And then we go to what apparently looks like them on a ferry. Of Jessica, Danielle, mm. and Colleen. Yeah. You're frustrated and angry. And we both know that doesn't always think clearly. You don't always think clearly when you're frustrated and angry. I need you thinking clearly. Danielle, Danielle, eh, Daniela, I don't even know what I'm saying Danielle. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Danielle needs her papa thinking clearly. You hear me? Yeah. It's just that I don't know. <laughs> Maybe if me and Danny hadn't got back together, stop right there. If we hadn't spent that night in the hotel, I gotta know right now. <laughs> Sorry, that, that's me, Lo. Um, oh God! <laughs> Desecrating hey, our podcast. I might be meeting him in like two months at a, at a convention. Remind him that everyone at the grand final thought he sucked. It was really funny. Cause he got so angry. <laughs> and the what? At the the AFL, the football grand final down here, everyone thought he sucked. 
and oh. he got really angry about it, and it was really funny, because he did really suck at that particular showing. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I just I just met Shat William Shatner two weeks ago. Saw the pictures. Good show, packed like nobody's business. Conventions here are getting so out of hand, you can't even walk in them anymore. Did you talk to him? Yeah, I met I. I got his autograph, then I went up later and got my photo taken with him, and then I went back down and got my photo with him signed by him. Okay, so it was just a nice guy then? Yeah, he was very... He has a really bad rap, too, and he was nothing but pleasant, and there was thousands of people there just to see him. I mean, it was ridiculous. He has that bad rap because, yeah, plus George Takar says he's a racist, so... (laughs) He might be. I don't know. (laughs) No, they were getting really angry about it. I can't remember when you look it up. It's there. Anyway. <laughs> so, so basically, in a nutshell, Jessica talks him, talks Cage down. We won't get into the whole thing because it's a long one. Yeah. And after she's done talking him down, she basically gives him the news that she's found out who's in the band. Ex-New York Police Department left the force to pursue a career as a bounty hunter which means he probably was fired. And yeah. she will send him everything she has on him. He's like, I love you, woman. <laughs> he Take sounds like a uh, cockroach now, Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> you taking Daniel doing that thing we've talked about? Mm-hmm. Red fried potatoes. <laughs> wow. And she's like, just like playing Colleen is going with us, and we'll be at that place by the thing we went to that one time. So since they're on cell phones now, she's keeping it uh, vague in case someone's listening in on them. Yeah. And they say their goodbyes, and now we have a very lone shot of Luke again in the window, of the shadow of the window, looking alone. And then we cut back to our two computer hackers. Any luck figuring out who designed the software and why? Not yet, Sorry. I hope the others do it better than us. And as in others, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we switch artists once again. And cut to a did. scene in a very, very dingy, smoking-looking, smoky-looking bar. In fact, so smoky that you can barely make out um, <laughs> a lot of things. But there's a crowd of angry thugs, and at the forefront is Raymond Piranha Jones, low-level crime boss. Where level, but still a boss. Um, it's like he's everyone got a knows. Giant, giant yeah. mouthful of fang teeth. Yeah, yes, that's why they call him Piranha Jones. Sure, he's been in Power Man Rangers before. Oh yeah. Yeah, everyone knows you done ten snitch. Uh, even heard you was working for Luke Cage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now you roll up in here like you're like you Garfunkel trying to get back with Simon. Yeah. It won't work that way, Dante. Yeah. <laughs> That's a woman, I think. Yeah. Uh, probably sounds the same. <laughs> this is the best. Cletus Disco Devil Evans. Yeah, God damn. All of criminal in over his head. And then we have Don Dontrell Cockroach Hamilton. Criminal snitch. Generally untrustworthy. Generally. <laughs> I ain't yeah. no snitch, and you know it. I deal in inf- information and mayhem. <laughs> how I come looking for information but you keep talking about that mess I'm prepared to live some mayhem what you want 
Maybe you Sorry. heard a bunch of folks missing somewhere around here messing with ballers that don't that gone legit. Big Ben Donovan, Mangler Daniels, and that Puerto Rican dude used to dress like a chicken. Um, yeah, <laughs> Puerto Rican dude is Carlos Cabrera, used to go by Gamecock. That's right, Gamecock. Thanks for the info, player, player. <laughs> <laughs> now, y'all know the rules. Even if you go straight, you're still part of the game. Way I see it, someone's got Mangler Daniels on a list and some dude's dressing up like a chicken. Gamecock. Then it's only a matter of time before us real ballers end up on the same list. And just so we're clear, I ain't working with or for that sucker who cage. He works for me, Dontrell Hamilton. <laughs> He's helping me do right by my people. You feel me? Now who's got information? Now we're back to Rikers Island. Yeah. A different artist. Sanford Green again, definitely. Um, and uh, Danny's asking Ben how he's holding up. And all things considered, uh, no one's messing with him because of his dad's rep, but no one knows where he is. So Also, also the fact that the dude's like six foot eight and jacked, probably has got something to do with it in prison. That's true, yeah. Sorry, guys, that's just a vacuum cleaner in the background. Uh, and then we see in the next panel, someone is actually saying, I'm telling you, that's Iron Fist. And then at the next panel, look who I found, Carlos Cabrera. I don't go by that name anymore. I'm Charles now. Tell me. You've seen my daughter? Danny's like, yeah, she hired me and my partner to find you. This is Gangkok, by the way. Um, <laughs> they're sitting at the mess hall. Uh, hey, turns her up, but I think we're in trouble, Mr. Ram. And, <laughs> yeah, there's... I can't remember his name, but they fought him a couple issues ago. Uh, the guy dressed oh. like the gorilla. Ah. Uh... It's not Gorilla Man, it's something else. I'm, I'm, but yes, it's the one that was videotaped. Their big fight. Yeah. I'm surprised there's not the little box stating who that is, like yeah. everybody else. I guess they expect us to remember. <laughs> and they're probably right. But yeah. uh, Mr. Ann, should we be worried? It's okay, stay close, keep out of my way. They're the ones that need to worry. And, uh... And uh, Ben's like, you're crazy, you know that, right? <laughs> yeah, they're talking to Luke Cage. Next page back. is very interesting because we're switching back and, back and forth from different artists on this one page. Yeah. Uh, oh, God, what's her name? She's the daughter of Gangkok. I may be just a kid, but I'm smart enough to know this is a bad idea. And then we have Cockroach. The kid is right, player. This is a bad idea. I don't mean bad like bad is good. I mean, well, you know. And Luke's like, check it out. My best friend is locked up. I can't stand around and do nothing about it. I ain't saying you stand around and do nothing. And we well, have, yeah. We have Gorilla Man charging in, or Monkey Man, or whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> Magilla Gorilla, as Luke called him. Charging in with a right hook. It looks like Danny's about to plant his aluminum food tray upside his face. Yep. And then we cut back to Cockroach. But we're talking about the G-R-I-N-T. The bing. The slams. You can't just roll up and be all like, I'm taking my boy home, fools. Gotta have a plan. That's, that's a J, by the way. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> totally the goint. <laughs> the goint. <laughs> uh. 
And here we have uh, Mr. Magilla Gorilla flying through the air. Danny is holding a deformed food tray now. Yeah. Back to Luke. I've got a plan. And you best believe that because there ain't no way I'm leaving my partner in prison. And then we'll we have a mayhem. Mayhem, full out. Food prison. trays everywhere. I'm guessing that is Danny in the uh, left hand corner yeah, there. I'd say so. It's kind of hard to tell. Looks like his eyes are going in two separate directions. He's angry, okay? He's angry and crazy. And then, uh, yeah, it's a huge brawl. Everyone's just fighting each other. There's all sorts of people with beards. Like that guy on the right. Good beard. Um, then we cut back to Luke Cage. Never mind very... the beards. Let's talk that we have two Mohawks on one panel and a guy with a man bun. Hey, this is Rikers Island. That's all I'm going to say. Is that, that could be the kingpin in the back. See the bald guy? That's huge. It actually could. I don't think it is, but yeah. Because if it was, then he would probably be in the center of the fight. So. But... He gets his meals brought up to his room. Mm. Let's be honest here. Yeah. But yeah, we cut down to uh, Luke Cage's apartment. He's like, time to get to work. He walks out the door. And then we cut again. A different a... artist. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them what you saw. And this is Ulysses talking to Captain Marvel. Luke Cage, Power Man. And... Oh, hold on. We, have, we have to describe this if anyone is not following the whole Civil War II hot mess, which technically I'm not, but I know enough that Ulysses is the um, mutant slash, what the hell are they called? Inhuman. Yeah. That is the one that has the visions of the future that has caused this whole Civil War II mess. Yeah. And Ulysses is like Luke Cage, Power Man, leading a jailbreak at Riker's prison. We have the female blonde Captain Marvel, not Shazam, not, not the, the black old... woman with radioactive light powers. Not the old school Captain Marvel who died of cancer. Right, not that one either. This is Miss Marvel, who's now Captain Marvel. Right. And... All right, crew, you heard Ulysses. And as for a crew, we have a very interesting mix-up here. Um, Deathlock. Deathlock. Mockingbird, Storm, Spectrum, who I believe at one time went by Captain Marvel also, and Puck from Alpha Flight. Like, There's also what appears to be many, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. agents in the yeah. background. And she's saying, let's go stop of a jailbreak. To be continued. It's like, yeah, just shove your Civil War down their throats. I hope they beat you to near death, all of you. Anyway, that was the issue. <laughs> um, not, a, not a lot went on in this issue. It's more laying the groundwork for the the poo storm that's probably going to hit next issue. Yeah, talking heads and character development. Um, it was it wasn't a bad issue though. No, not at all. Um, I don't know what's going on with all these artists. There was it was cool to see the uh, it was cool to see some um, Sons of the Tiger. Yes, definitely. Um, so uh, let's maybe next issue uh, your favorite member will make an appearance. Uh, I hope. <laughs> he's due to the the stars are aligning into the form of a goatee, so I think he's due to return soon. So <laughs> yes. Now, when was his actual last appearance? Was it a Spider-Man issue? I think it was in the nineties or something. I might be wrong. The last time I personally read of him was in Namor. Um, was that also tied in with Iron Fist? Yeah, that was the John Byrne stuff. 
Excellent. So we'll have to wait and see. Our psychic powers are not working. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought it was a good issue. I really liked the Kunlun sequence. That's always, like, this issue had a lot of character stuff for Danny, which is what yep. we were complaining about a lot in the first four issues. But as we said, though, the issues have gotten a lot better since issue five. So... This, this issue was completely surfer dude-free. Yeah, that that is very nice, too. It's a huge plus. Pretty much. Yep. Um. So, yeah, looking forward to the next issue. The art, well... The art, I thought, was on point all the time. It was just different all the time. Because <laughs> it was different people. But there was nothing really wrong with it. No. I didn't find it... Personally, I noticed it, but I didn't find it jarring. It's definitely interesting. You have to wonder what went down on this issue that so many people had to contribute. I guess stuff happens. Um, oh, yeah. All the time. Yeah. Life it's... happens to people, and they can't finish stuff, so it's handed off to others, and... It's also good to see Colleen. Yes. Where she's looking very olive, which looks odd with her red hair. The next question should be, is she going to become a reoccurring part? And where is her sword? Damn it. Well, I guess she doesn't really need to carry a sword around in public with a child. Unless it's a lightsaber now. Wow. Um, so yeah, anything else to add about that issue? I don't know if the Star Wars thing is a shout-out or just lazy writing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know, yeah. I still I still enjoyed it, but you gotta wonder. Yeah, you do gotta wonder. Because uh, Walker is quite the fan of uh, film, if you follow him on Facebook or anything. Okay. Or Twitter, he's all over the place. But he's yeah. definitely a film fan. I feel like I'm missing something. I meant to mention something, I just can't remember. Oh, well, if it was that important, then I would have remembered, so... Oh, you were going to mention that we actually got mail. Uh, no, I meant about the issue. Oh. Yeah. But yes, no, uh, moving on. Uh, oh, we should probably mention, uh, you can pick this issue up at a comic book store. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because uh, it's just coming out, so it should be, like, everywhere. Yeah. So um, it but... came out four days ago. Yep, so now on to... Five days ago by the time you edit this. <laughs> no, no, I'll edit it tonight. Um, so, yes, uh, moving on, we got mail. Um, and this mail is from... Sorry if I mispronounce your name. In fact, I'll just say your first name. We got mail from Chad. And it reads as follows. Hello, guys. First off, love the podcast. Can tell that is a passion for you to keep the rants coming. Oh, I will. I will. <laughs> anyway, I had to write and tell you that even though I don't always agree with your opinions. What? Heresy. <laughs> uh, no, that, that's fine. You can disagree if you want. Yeah, that's called As long as you human. know that you'll be wrong. <laughs> that's called being <laughs> female. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, we're going to get taken off the air and hate mail, and we're going to start hey, trending hey. on Twitter, I think. Hate mail is still mail. <laughs> That's true. And hey, trending on Twitter is about how we're evil, chauvinistic pigs is uh, going to do great for our numbers, I think. So anyway, so I, back... wasn't, I wasn't referring, by the way, to women being always wrong. It's men are always wrong, according oh. to most, most women I've dated or either, married to. Either way, we're still getting <laughs> slammed for that. <laughs> no. Bring it. Um, so yeah, uh, 
even though I don't always agree with your opinions, I am on board 100% to support your opinion. I was going to say decision, that would be weird. No, support your opinion against making Danny Asian American for Netflix. You've covered all the points, by doing so would suck. I have had the same points and arguments with others, and yeah, I mean, we've already talked about that, so we had an episode about it really, so I don't really bring it up again, I guess. Um, uh, that being said, I love the Daredevil seasons and had my doubts about JJ and Punisher, but they were squashed. Assuming you mean squash in a good way. Yeah. Uh, great I content. Say that. Great content on Netflix. Never been a fan of Luke Cage because I grew up in the seventies and it was just too stereotypical for me, even as a kid. That being said, love the look of the series and for me he was the best part of JJ. I agree. Oh, uh, he was the second best part for me. Have you watched it yet, Carl? No. Okay. <laughs> um Continue. I will probably literally watch it the day before Luke Cage comes out. I will probably <laughs> marathon Jessica Jones, yeah, which is pretty much what I did with Daredevil when season two was announced. And uh, the email continues, Iron Fist finally goes live action. As a lifelong student of the martial arts and now teacher, I am blown away at the possibilities. I just hope that they showcase the skill that the living weapon should possess. Will you be covering the Andrews run on Iron Fist with Poe? looks like her to me. I just hope the tone is better than the Danny Luke run now. I don't hate it, but I don't love it either, and I love Iron Fist. So we just need a standalone series that doesn't deal with all the Marvel do-overs and huge events that suck the life out of collecting now. Garbage. Not that DC is better. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, he's not happy. I'm not happy either. Thanks again for the hard work you do to put the podcast together and just know that you do have some fans. Enjoy rereading along with you. So may your fists are, you know, from chat. P.S. I hate Misty too. Yay! <laughs> Why? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't make that up either. That's there. Um. So, to answer your question, will we be covering the Andrews run on Iron Fists with Pike? Oh, yes. Of course. Of course we will. We definitely will be covering that. Um. Yeah. I don't know how much you. Have, uh. I thought that about the current Danny and Luke run, but. I've since changed my tune because of the recent issues, so I don't know if you're up to date with that, but yeah. Um, and yeah, I completely agree about the Marvel do-overs and DC do-overs as well, because DC's doing that whole rebirth thing. Ugh. My biggest concern is, because obviously they're tweaking Iron Fist Origin in the Netflix, is will that then translate automatically into all the books and all those origins will be, you know... Retro can't, to the Netflix show. Can't you just let me try and enjoy life? <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm older. I'm more about reality. Uh, um, oh, and he sent attachments. I didn't see this before. So, oh, wow. So he's sent a picture of his motorcycle, which has a... Is it a scooter? Um, oh, it's a bike. It's on off-road. Yeah, he posted those on our Facebook page. It's oh, Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah, the Iron Fist jacket, the Iron Fist bike. Um, apologies yeah, I think so on his helmet, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's on his helmet. Yeah, apologies for not recognizing that, but um, I, I, I'm I, not that active on the Facebook page, as I've said before. I know I should be more active, but I'm not on stuff. Yeah. I'll make sure I'll be more active on Facebook. I'll make sure I'll check pe- things people post. Big shout out to Rebecca. She's uh yes. She's very active on the Facebook posts, and so yeah. am I when Reviews I can. and stuff. So yep. Yeah. 
Alright, so... As for Luke Cage, I mean, his character was originally supposed to be, you know, cheesy and stereotypical in the very beginning. It was a, it was a shout-out to all the black exploitation films that were being produced in the era. So that's what actually Marvel was going for. I guess and, that still is stereotypical and cheesy, though. And uh, if you look at, like, all of his, you know, first-run villains that he encountered, they were all stereotypical black characters blown out of proportion. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Um, so yeah, no. Uh, and now for something completely different. Uh, what did you think of Suicide Squad? Um, that was alright. I mean, I was in a pretty bad mood when I saw it, and it got me out of a bad mood. So I give it pretty big props for that. Because um, not many movies can do that. But uh, as a movie, I mean, I got a bit bored towards the end. Oh, a bit bored throughout it, really, but I didn't mind it. It was fun. Obviously, it had been heavily meddled with by executives, a la Batman v Superman. Um, maybe even more meddled? I'm not sure. I mean, I, I didn't hate it. I, I enjoyed it. I probably wouldn't watch it again, though. I would definitely not watch it again. I did not really enjoy it at all. I went in with a good mood, and wow. afterwards wasn't in a good mood. And my wife was aggravated that I made her waste two hours of her life to watch that. Okay, then. <laughs> I mean, I just I really liked Will Smith as Deadshot. Will Smith definitely carries that entire movie. Will oh, Smith yeah. is the shining light of that film. Uh, the villain, which they kept secret, which I'm going to keep a secret, was just stupid to me. I liked the look uh, of them, though. The villain. Yeah, the best... Shining performance was Amanda Waller. Oh, yeah. Amanda Waller was great. They nailed it with her. I mean, no, she's not the right size. But you also got to remember, DC took her from being this short, stocky wall of a woman and actually turned her just recently into, like, the five foot ten supermodel body. Oh, wow. So it was nice that they took at least a small step back to what, yeah. you know, she's supposed to look at, which is just... They just made her a normal, middle-aged woman. Which is what, funnily enough, the mundane look is what made her stand out as well, as a villain in the comics and stuff. I don't know if anybody ever watched Bones, the TV show, but I always thought the woman who was uh, Booth, who was the FBI agent, his boss would have been the perfect Amanda Waller. Because she's a very large, in charge mm. black woman who takes no poop whatsoever. I will say I wasn't a fan of Harley Quinn, not not with her performance, but just her role in the movie just made no sense to me. Harley Quinn makes no sense. She has no superpowers. She has no gadgets. She has no gimmicks. She was just the goofy arm candy of Joker, and she's become this huge, like, icon. Yeah, I don't really understand kids, it. Kids, little girls, if you listen to this podcast, which I sincerely doubt, but if you do, please don't look to Harley Quinn as, like, an idol or feminist. Don't look to her as a feminist icon or something. I'm going to get crucified for that as well. No, look to people like, you know, Supergirl, not Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn's a villain, and she is really needy and dependent on the Joker who is abusive to her. That's... Yeah, and like 
well, for me in the movie, it's just like, why yes. is she there? The whole time I was just thinking, like, they could have made a better explanation for her being there. Maybe she had crucial information or something, but she was just... They made it so that all their skill sets are necessary, but her skill set was just... Um, well, my friend, because I saw it with a friend, and she pointed out, like, maybe, um, you know, she was the only one crazy enough to do what has to be done, but that just seems like more of a liability than anything else. So, yeah, uh-huh. it's confusing. I didn't mind Jared, I, I didn't mind Jared Leto's joke, Jared Leto's Joker. I enjoyed a it, bit of a return to the Clown Prince of Crime. It did nothing for me, but also, from what I understand, like, Literally 80% of what he shot as the Joker was cut from the film. He's come out saying he's not happy. No. And he hasn't even seen the film. Yeah. People just told him what's in it and he was livid. Yeah. I mean, I, I liked the Joker because it was a more simple Joker. It was just more criminal crime boss Joker. You know? Now, I, I did know. like what they did with Harley's origin. I thought that was very interesting. Wasn't that always that is, the origin? No. None whatsoever. The Joker did not dump her into the same vat of chemicals oh, that transformed him. I thought you meant the psychiatrist bit. No, that's that's dead on. Yeah. But no, that, that part at the chemical plant, where would you live for me, that whole thing. Yeah. No. That was completely new and a completely fantastic spin on her character. Yeah. Yeah, um... Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I guess Carl hated it. I mean, you know, I didn't think it was tremendous. I, did, I didn't hate it. But I did. I still think it's better than Batman versus Superman. Have you seen the Ultimate Cut yet? No, I have not. Ultimate Cut makes it a lot better, but, like, if you hated the movie in the first place, it's still, like, the same time and everything. It just adds a lot of scenes that, like, I mean, it's, like, literally half hour of... Lois Lane, Clark Kent, Superman scenes that just weren't in the movie, and it just makes so much more sense now. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely recommend it. Or I literally felt disoriented after I watched it because it was so long. Like, it was still too long, um, but <laughs> it was still a lot better. Like, I, I now appreciate it more than Civil War. Um, but with that being said, the trailer for Justice League definitely has my interest peaked. Is that the one where he's just walking around recruiting people? Yes. I didn't really like it. No? No, I just thought, eh. It's like, you know, just like the Avengers. As in, like, the movie The Avengers. It just looks like the exact same tone and everything. And, like, I know it's just a trailer. I'm just, I'm talking about the trailer. I'm not less excited for the movie. I'm just, the trailer itself is, I didn't think was great. Um, I did like The Flash, though. Yes, I kind of need friends. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, why not, right? I mean, totally, just want people to hang out with. <laughs> and, um... Oh, and uh, uh, Henry Cavill also teased the black Superman suit. Yes, with a beard. Mm. I hope they don't do the beard and mullet thing. Well, if he shows back up, he's got a beard, and then he shaves it off the way he should shave it off would be cool. That'd be great. And you fact, know what I mean by that, right? Yeah, I know a lot of people wanted that in Man of Steel, but, like, yeah, I definitely want to see that. And how does Superman have to shave, Connor? Well, I won't ruin it for people. No! I, this is your quiz on how, because you love Superman. Oh, with his how, new vision. Right. Yeah, and off, off, 
a reflected surface, either a mirror or a part of his spaceship, because that latter one makes more sense. But yeah, I don't think he'll be in it that much. Which makes me sad, but yeah. Yeah, I'm expecting him to, uh, third act. like, sh- yeah, show up halfway or third act. Which is sad, but, like, I mean, that Man of Steel 2 buzz, I'm liking that. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and rumors that J.J. Abrams do it would be interesting. Um, anyway, as, long, as long as there's not a Man from Uncle 2, we'll be fine. I liked Man from Uncle. Oh, dude, that was so weak. The TV show episodes were better than the movie. He was, he was, he was good in it. I liked it for him, I should say. I didn't like the movie that much, but I thought he the, was good. The, the actors were fine. The story and plot stunk. I never say Henry Cavill like can't be charismatic. I just like well, watch that movie or even watch an interview with the guy because you know, he's made. I also to love play the it. fact that he was walking around San Diego Comic Con wearing a V for Vendetta mask. Yeah, no one noticing. Oh, well, remember he was walking around Times Square. With a Superman shirt on, no one noticed him. Just, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's pretty off topic. Uh, anything? To that's add? what we do. That's tangent. Nope, that's it. All right. Well, um, until next time, may your lunch trays be like unto things of iron. That's right. Smack them off people's heads. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Iron Fist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney, and any music or images we use belong to their respective copyright holders, and we do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at sonsofthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. Just send us mail, comments, thoughts, send us anything you want really, even if it's not about Iron Fist, Um, and if you don't want it read it on the air, just mention that. Um, You can also reach us at Facebook. The Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon. Our Twitter, at Iron Fist Podcast. Our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash Sons of the Dragon with hyphens where the spaces are. Our YouTube, Connor Carl. Just search Iron Fist Podcast on YouTube and you'll find us real quick. And then there's our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast.wordpress.com. We are also on iTunes. Feel free to rate us there if you rate us less than five stars. Well, just tell us what we're doing wrong and we'll try and improve that. And last but not least, we are on Podcast Garden in the literature section. And thanks to Thomas Tissoff for the themes on the start. And thanks. Thanks.